0: Welcome to Leadership and Lattes. This is Danielle Lord. I am here with my friend and colleague Crystal Roberts, and we are—I can't get my um my stopwatch to stop. There we go. Technology at its finest. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should say technology use at its finest. But welcome <laughs> to Leadership and Lattes. It's um it's actually Monday, so Happy Monday, Happy Labor Day, uh, September seventh, two thousand twenty, and um. We have been very busy the last couple of weeks thinking about exciting topics to bring to you. And Crystal, one thing that came to mind as, as we were talking and getting ready and preparing is um, back to school. It's back to school season. I know for some folks, um, depending on where you're at, that back to school season may have already started for you. Um, but here where we're at, it traditionally it typically starts either tomorrow, the day after, or the Wednesday after Labor Day. And um, just, I think that the, what we're going to talk about today is really timely for everyone going back to school and settling into a routine again, but perhaps a different routine uh, than what we're used to. So, Crystal, how was your weekend before we dive in?
1: It's been a great weekend. Um, yeah, with the, the gorgeous weather and Um, I love the fact that it's a long weekend, three days and, um, yeah, we, I think last time we were on, we were talking about, uh, I was talking about taking my daughter to school, uh, over or that she left for school for college. And so this weekend we actually went over and, um, said hello and took her a few things and (laughs) that, that was really fun. Everybody's doing really well. She's being very safe. So, um, yeah, it's, it was, it was good to be able to um give her a hug and see that she's doing awesome. So yeah, it's been a good weekend. Uh,
0: fantastic. Yeah. And that's a long drive for uh, just a day trip.
1: So uh, yeah, <laughs> <ambitious>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, the next day we sort of just chill out because it is definitely, <laughs> you're tired after that.
0: Oh, for sure, for sure. So well gosh, we'll just kinda dive right into it and um like I said, um with the being back to school season and usually that's you know, the I always think of the song the most wonderful time of the year, right? <laughs> it's not as we're back in a routine and um things kind of get settled back in and and we you know kind of move back into this everything being um you know kind of right with the world if you will <laughs> but um i think it's it's very different this year because we've got so many folks that are either choosing to homeschool uh, we've got hybrid models of, of um classes going on we've got some folks that are doing just virtual virtual learning and what that's doing to our working moms and dads, right? All of our working parents and the kids, what that's doing to the kids as well. So i um, so thinking, uh, you know, as I said earlier, and Crystal and I were kind of preparing for our topic today, thinking back to the conversation we had on burnout, right? We talked about burnout um, not that long ago. And, and last time we were together, Crystal, we talked about psychological safety. And so just looking at a couple articles over the past couple weeks I I'm seeing both of those things kind of come to light. Um read uh, two or three articles that have kind of addressed all of those things. So what what are you seeing out there Crystal? Have you seen anything similar?
1: Yeah, for sure. And um I'm also uh one of those working parents that um yes, has a um yeah, so I I'm, I'm lucky he's a little bit older, He's 17, but um we're still, we're still feeling it and feeling that stress of what's to come, and our school district has done a great job of um, communicating, and I think they're being really safe. They're, they're definitely um, keeping that in mind. But I have a lot of empathy for those people who have uh, children who are younger, and mm-hmm. I think, uh, yeah, as we were think as I was thinking about this topic today about how do we, as leaders, support. Um, our employees who are in this situation, as well as um, just as employees, how do we survive it? Um, but yeah, psychological safety and a lot of the things that we talked about last time, I think, will be really relevant in this discussion today, and certainly a hot topic because, yeah, like you said, we see it all over. You know, it's on the news. It's on the. It's uh, coming through our emails. Um, And it's uh, if we had water coolers that we could talk around, we would talk there. But just over our Zoom calls right at work um, and Facebook and, you know, because we're connected into our other parents um, at the school district. And um, it's just it's really um, important topic for what's uh, what we're living through right now.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think one thing that really came to light for me a couple, oh, maybe a month or so, six weeks ago, and I started seeing, um, it was on our, you know, um, our our virtual calls or virtual meetings. And of course, the kids are kind of always popping up in the background and, I started noticing, especially moms, I, th- I think as women, we tend to naturally apologize more anyways, but I started really noticing with all the working moms, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, my, my, my child popped into the screen or that's my child talking. I'm really sorry for the interruption or just whatever was going on. There was just kind of this, this mountain, mountain chorus of apologies for their kids being in the um, kind of present. And I finally started to say to my colleagues, you know, these are your kids and they're stressed as well and they're confused. And a lot of the younger ones don't know really how to express that confusion other than, oh, you're on the phone now, I need your undivided attention. (laughs) You know how that works, right? Um, But also, you know, I think so anyways, I'm, I'm getting off topic because I've got way too many things to say about this, but I I, <laughs> I started to tell the, my, my working mom colleagues, please stop apologizing for your children. Um, yes. You know, and,
1: yeah. And yep.
0: Really trying to drive that message home. And um, I, I think as leaders, we really need to take a stand and say, your kids are important and they're stressed. You're stressed. We're stressed. Everybody's stressed. So let's just do what we can and not add more stress uh, to the mix with this. So, what are your thoughts? What are you experiencing, Crystal? Are you finding that as well? Kind of the moms apologizing a lot, or what are you seeing?
1: Yes, for sure. And I think the message really, and I know this is tough, but is it's not it's not anyone's fault. So oh, yeah. uh, there's yeah. no need to apologize. So COVID you know has just it happened and it's not their fault and because of covid people are in this new situation and it's not their fault that the schools are closed so yeah, you yeah. know there there is really no need to apologize and i think um sometimes also i think it almost makes people less comfortable when you apologize so if if it, if you can just um, you know, sometimes even just, you can recognize it just, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's my baby you hear in the background or, yeah. oh, that was, you know, um, Johnny that ran through the, um, through, through the screen <laughs> that you just saw, you know, or he's loving his new pajamas uh-huh. or something that, that maybe engages the person a little rather than apologizing. Cause then that makes everyone uncomfortable. So I think that it's, it's the world we are living in right now and it's not going to be forever.
0: You know you you brought up something that um, made me think about one of the things that we are doing I think by being in this virtual space is we're kind of losing connection with each other right and something else that we've talked about a lot is how do we connect through relationships with our um, team members and really get to know them and so I'm thinking as I'm listening to you, you know, thinking about, yeah, the kids zooming, zipping through in the background or whatever the case is, it's like, what an awesome way to get to know your team members a little bit better. Um, yes. By, by connecting and, and getting to introduced to their kids and having their kids actually be part of the conversation. This is also, I think, some really great, valuable lessons that they can learn. Um, it, it's a little bit like take your child to work day without it being kind of scripted and, <laughs> and prescribed. <laughs> With a bunch of activities that might not have anything to actually do with your work. but
1: it's, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I actually heard that on a late night TV uh, comedy show. They were talking about that. Like, it's like, you know, bring your child to work day every day, but it's bring your family to work. You know, it's the whole family, <laughs> <laughs> including true, the man. cats and the dogs, right? <laughs> the furry ones and the birds. And yeah, yeah. It. Yeah. I think the other thing to know and because everyone has different, they have different comfort levels with people with that um, sort of sharing what your life is like is not to be, I think it's important to turn your, your um, camera on uh, if that's, uh, if that's kind of a standard for your work, but I also think it's okay to blur your background or to put a a fun Mm -hmm. background up. I don't think people Mm -hmm. should feel bad about that at all. So if you do have people through the background and uh, makes you uncomfortable, and it can be distracting for sure, to so go ahead and turn that on. It's totally fine.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I Yeah. It's another good point that you bring up, right? We are now, um, we used to come to the organization. So we used to bring ourselves to the house of the organization. And now the organization is coming into our homes. Um, as part of doing that work. And so I, I think that's one thing to consider is that we should still have a level of safety in our own homes. So whether that safety is, hey, my kid's going to pop up from time to time, my child may need me, um, or go zipping across the screen, or um, this is how I live, or, or I don't, I choose to not show you how I live, right? Yeah. It's, it goes back again to that element of that you part of psychological safety that you should be able to bring your full self um, into the workplace and and have that be respected um, as a as a person you know your your personality your unique qualities and in this case it's it's your home and your children and some of these other things now because we are as organizations coming into and kind of invading uh, you know people's personal space which is a, a significant shift in how we've done business traditionally
1: yeah yes for sure Um, I think, you know, something else that I I was uh, thinking about as far as from an employee perspective and, uh, you know, one of the things that we always say is that everyone's a leader. So I think it is important, uh, from as a employee to be thinking about setting realistic goals for yourself with your leader. So I think at the beginning when everybody thought, oh, this is only, you know, three weeks, just duck and cover, it'll go away. Mm -hmm and now we're six months and there's no end in sight. This is a marathon. This is, this is not a, um, you know, this is not a sprint. And I think some of us, a lot of us are still treating it like a sprint and that's not sustainable. And I think we just need to be real about that. Um, I was thinking about the example of like NASCAR. It's like there's, they can maybe get a couple of extra laps in without doing their, changing of the tires you know or maybe they can skip their pit stop but you go very far and the wheels start literally falling off and then you crash so that's just that's really I think true with life it's you know when we talk about one of the things that oftentimes comes up is like well can we how about have flexible work hours well that's good to a certain extent to have flexible work hours But if you're, you know, getting four hours of sleep because you're waiting till your kids are in bed or you're trying to get up at three o'clock in the morning to work before they wake up, um, if you're not getting good sleep, it's just you're not able to sustain that. So really, um, and the other one that keeps coming up is make sure you utilize that nap time well. (laughs) It's like, well, that's good, too. Sometimes you need, even if it's five minutes to sit down. And just have a moment of peace, you know, have a cup of tea or take literally five minutes to rejuvenate yourself because you have to recognize okay. everything that you're doing. So I think, you know, a lot of the suggestions that are coming out, we just have to balance those and temper them and not put so much pressure on these working parents This to say, well, you know, get an eight hours in and then, you know, but that might be, you know, working all night or you're taking care of your child all day, not, not sustainable.
0: Yeah, not sustainable. And you're not going to get a good product in the end. So you might think you are by, by encouraging people with that big stick. Uh, but no, the research, all the research, all the studies, everything shows that, you know, that's just not, uh, not sustainable. Might have been okay when you were 20 and in college, but
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, not uh, at this point in your life, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Good point. One, one other thing I was thinking about was the importance, and this goes kind of to that psych- psychological safety as well, but really, and, and it connected to what I was just saying, but asking for what you need. So when you think about, mm-hmm. yes, let's get realistic, now let's communicate what do you really need and um, be really clear about that. What can you do? And that at least at that point then gives your employer the opportunity to negotiate so you can um, come to a better a better place so that you both can be um, successful, but not just uh, going along and going along and going along. But what is it that you really need? Ask for it and then negotiate.
0: Good point a great point because uh life you know it doesn't matter what the situation is even if we're all chugging along and everything feels normal uh, something will come up that will change what normal means to you and we always need to keep that in mind that um we should have the opportunity to negotiate um regardless of what it is whatever event comes along you know there could be multiple other things that come up and happen to us as as adults um uh, that w- require us to kind of shift things around a little bit and for for hopefully those things are more of a sprint <laughs> than what we're yeah. experiencing now. But,
1: um, yeah, yeah, good reminder for that, yeah. So, so I know I you think, said, oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just thinking about one of the things that I think for a lot of people and has been for me as well is this time has really helped see what's important in life. And so I think that does actually help when you think about being able to communicate what you need. So even if it is like, I need to work, you know, less hours in order to make this work so that I can actually have the time I need in order to um, get my child on, on their zoom call or help them, you know, teach whatever the lesson is, whatever the, the need is. Um, So really looking at, maybe I would have thought I couldn't survive on that amount of money, but Maybe now that we've been in the pandemic, a lot of people are recognizing, you know what, I can. I don't, I, some of the things I thought I needed every day, I don't really need it. I don't need that latte every single day. I don't need, um, I'm home making my own lunch and not spending my time, my money on that. So there's a lot of different things that people are discovering during this time. They thought might've been a must is really more of a want and maybe they don't even, it's not a priority anymore.
0: Yeah, it's a good point, though, to think about how when we get through this on the other side, what it means to organizations and and how many people are we going to have who maybe choose to adopt a different lifestyle. Yeah, um, and and I think that impacts women more than um, men. Um, but and, you know, we certainly see um, all all sorts of families out there. But I think traditionally women have been in this, you know, kind of working mom role more. But what that is going to mean for the workplace overall, you know, how mm-hmm. is, how might the work shift um, in the end? So it would be yeah. interesting to see But a bit, a bit off topic, but future thinking.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Great.
0: So, Yeah. Other, other, I know you said that you had read a couple of things as well. You had done some sleuthing. Did you uh, come up with anything else that that stood out for you?
1: Yeah. um, A couple of things uh, as we think about our role as leaders, it's like, what can we do as leaders to help our employees be, um, feel successful and be successful during this time and um, it's connected to what I was saying before but as a leader, I think getting really clear about what the priority is right now so that mm-hmm. you can communicate that and your employees know what it is that they need to be doing so that some of the other stuff can fall as- fall away fall uh, to the side that will help people also understand can I work a part-time job? can I be flexible? Where do I really need to focus? So I thought, yeah, let's get clear. You know, anytime it's important to be um, clear about your priorities, but even more important now. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was just thinking, you know, so oftentimes it's... um, it feels like we're we're juggling so many priorities and uh, you know we we fail oftentimes to ask the question okay you know i can only juggle this many priorities so which needs to come off my plate and, and you know that kind of goes back to that burnout thing again that we talked about and we just yes. take, take it on and take it on and take it on and um but you know maybe again another good outcome of this will be that we are more encouraged and more aligned with and more comfortable with saying okay I have the capacity to do three things. You've given me five, so which two things need to come off my plate now?
1: Yes. Which is yes. a good thing. <laughs> and I think as leaders, we have to um if we can't answer that, then we need to go to our our leader and and negotiate that as well and not judge that of our employees, but to recognize that yeah, they they have they have capacity issues and we need to help them with that. Um yeah. And part of that, I think that kind of flows out of that is helping our employees to set their boundaries. So even if you really, as a leader, there may be times where people really need to be available. So getting clear about that. And then it's up to the employee to figure out a way to make that happen. So I think getting clear about that and not just letting that be sort of gray zone for people. Um, It could be getting clear about uh, expectations regarding getting back to people. So, if you're expecting somebody to return emails in the same day, then it's important to say that rather than to just harbor. It's like, why isn't she not? And making up your own story, or <laughs> why are they, why aren't, why aren't they responding uh, at 4:30 uh, when I would expect them to be able to respond? So, just you know, being clear about what that is, so that the employee has the opportunity to step up and and to meet those. And then I think third, I was thinking about is the giving feedback. So that's so important, especially Mm, in this time when we aren't in the office together, when, you know, anytime it's important to give feedback, but even more now, I think, so that people can really know, Am I doing a good job? And if not, if if it's not working, it's up to us as leaders to actually say this isn't working. Let's put that. You know, we talked about this in a psychological safety. Let's put that problem out in front of us, and let's uh, ask good questions, and um, and work together to solve it. And I think that'll help um, sort of flush out some of that stuff um, around. Is this going to work or not? Whatever the accommodation is or whatever the flexibility is that we're doing. So giving feedback and then also the feedback on the positive side. So there's going to be long. Want- oh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Go for it. Oh, go ahead. You're on a roll. <laughs> I was on a roll. But I think that's part of the, the in my mind anyway, I know for me as a parent, um, the pull to your children and the pull to providing um, support to them and meeting their needs is really strong. So if Mm -hmm. on the other hand, your work is not engaging, it's going to be harder to focus there. So letting that, letting the employee know, you know, we value you, we value what you bring. We also, you know, your strengths and your, wisdom and uh, your ideas and we value what you accomplish so both who you are and what you're doing um is so important to engaging that person and keeping them engaged and having them feel like oh yeah it's worth it this stress yeah and this frustration and the work to try and balance this uh in this crazy time is also worth it because i'm i'm really contributing something important so both sides of that, giving them feedback when it's not working, but also when it is working.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I love that you brought that up because I was thinking of, um, you know, we reference Kuzu's in Posner quite a bit and their fifth practice of encourage the heart. And I think as um, we've got folks that are probably very stressed right now with everything that's going on, I, I think we can say they are, we can probably take that qualifier of probably out, but <laughs> say, yeah, folks are stressed. Um, and I think when we're in that st- that place of stress. We need more of that feedback. We need to know. We need it way more, probably five times more than what uh, what we've gotten in the past. So really being uh, aware and cognizant of how much feedback you're giving, and give even more of it right now, because I think people need it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then I I thought uh you know as leaders we're leaders that um. It is important to remember, even though in the middle of this right now, that this will pass, and to really think about what will be left on the other side of COVID, and we are in control of that. So, engaging our employees now will will re- you know being flexible in all the things we just talked about will pay dividends once COVID has passed as well. We will have very loyal. Um, engage productive employees uh, if we treat them as whole people. If we don't, we'll also have the negative side of that on the other side of COVID. They might literally not be there, or they might just not be there. Their heart may not be there either. And so really thinking about what's going to be left for us after COVID
0: yeah, and and with all these shifting priorities, uh, a real focus on values at this point too, right? Personal values is, yeah. they might be asking the question, are my personal values still aligned with the organization's values, um, stated or, or otherwise? So definitely time to hunker down and really take care of the folks that are taking care of your business, for sure.
1: Yes, I love the way you just put that, taking care of people who are taking care of our business. That is, that's really, that is the the crux of it
0: thank you I should write that down
1: for yeah Um, so the the only thing I would say I have like a couple of things that um sort of as I was reading through a couple things that jumped off the page for recommendations for working parents like things to do that would help you be successful do you want me to just like rattle off a couple of these
0: Yeah. I love it. Especially, uh, um, for you as well as a working mom. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So, um, I thought, you know, this one we've heard a lot. I mean, I think we're all pros now on how to do this work from home thing, but it's just, was a really good reminder to dress for success. You know, it's like, make sure that you're, you don't have to be you know perfect, but make sure that you're, it's really more about routine it's like i'm at work so part of what you do to get ready for work is to get dressed in something that's um not your pajamas so i think that's important <laughs> for both us and for our kids you know so i i don't i certainly wouldn't want to push it too hard for those teenagers cuz it may not be a battle that you want but thinking about routine how do how do we create a routine where everyone can be um successful kids like routine um they do have and i
0: think adults do too for you know yes i think adults do too and i i I think you bring an important point into this because we talked earlier about you know the organization is now coming into your home into our homes right Right. and so we've got to have a little bit of latitude but that doesn't mean that we just Get to throw professionalism to the wind, right? You know, we, we still need to look presentable and we still need to be living up to company standards. So I, I so agree with you on that. That bring keeping with the routine and, and still showing up, you know, to a meeting, not in your pajamas. So, <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, the other one is the, you know, space. And so we've talked a lot about with um, the space in which you work uh, here. Uh, for adults working from home but it's also really important for the kids so striving for a place that they have to call their own that has their stuff and that they go to but then can leave and so that's a tough one I think because I think sometimes their desks for kids they're in their bedrooms but Mm -hmm. how can you maybe pull that out into another space or at least have a space for their Zoom calls or something. So there's some separation of work and fun and sleep so that they're not studying from their bed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, we talked earlier uh, too about that social isolation that comes with working from home where suddenly you're spending uh, you know, it, it, an enti- your entire existence is in one room and <laughs> and how frustrating yeah. that can be for some folks. So it's equally important for your kids as well, for the children.
1: Yep. Um, ergonomics. So, uh, you know, again, it was fine early on and when we were just thinking it was going to be three weeks, but uh, it's not three weeks. So ergonomics for both of us, having a good chair to sit in and, uh, you know, proper, um, lighting and things like that. That's really important for us and our kids. Um, let's see. Oh, somebody gave a, an example, you know, that when I was talking about schedule of setting alarms, that would drive me crazy. But if it works for somebody like setting different alarms throughout the day to make sure that you're doing those things, like making sure you get up and have lunch and things like that. So good idea. Um, if that works for you, um,
0: yeah, But I think it's also really important to get up and move. Yes. So for for 50 minutes, get up and move and um, do something physical uh, for, you know, five, ten minutes at least. So at least every hour. So alarms can go a long way with that. Otherwise, I know for me, I'd probably sit here all day. Yeah. Yeah. Do you set an alarm? I don't, no. I just try and be really conscious of it.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good idea if uh but yeah, physically setting alarm wouldn't work for me but just cuz it would drive me crazy. But I do think being yeah. cognizant of that is really is really important um for everyone. Um I thought this was important to think about is letting your kids know when you're busy and when you're accessible. So obviously you're working all day most likely. Um but is there a way uh, that, you know, it depends on the age of your kids, but can you shut a door and put a sign up? I actually do that. I have, um, I close my door and I have one of those signs that you can turn. So one side says, um, in a meeting and the other one is open. So even though I'm working, they know that they can come and interrupt me if they need something. I thought, you know, for me that works. Yeah. Um, That's a good idea. Yeah. Mom and the other thing is if you have right small now. kids, oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: Oh, I was just going to say, mom can play right now, or mom's busy yeah. right
1: now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or even just like being able to come into wherever you are and sit with you, you know, or whatever. It's letting, letting, that's that Brene Brown thing, you know, the saying of um, clear is kind and unclear is unkind. Just being able to communicate totally. that as much as we can. Um, I like this idea, which was setting a timer. So if you have a really important meeting that you can't be disturbed and your child is old enough to sit by themselves, obviously, um, uh, to set a timer so that if they, so if they're young enough that they don't really understand time yet, so they can watch the timer and they can see, oh, I've only got five more minutes. Um, or at least I know when it goes ding, you know, I can go and interrupt mom. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a great idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the last one, um, that I thought was, was kind of good was, uh, setting a, a quiet time for the afternoon for your kids. So even if they don't take naps anymore, um, to just have a quiet time with some activities or, um. Learning, maybe they have to write during that time with some quiet music or something, but having it's part of that schedule piece, having some designated quiet time every day. I thought that that, that sounds peaceful, <laughs> very peaceful, <laughs> good for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got one more, I guess. I lied. Um, meal time. So, uh, any parent knows that that can be very stressful. Um, mm-hmm. and especially if you haven't had time to actually you know prepare for that, but really thinking about a couple of things, one was get your child involved. so if they're old enough mm-hmm. to be able to make the fruit salad or whatever, it helps them to feel a part of the a meal and they can be um, you know have a sense of accomplishment there and being part of the family. um then also, if you can uh, double so. Use one meal twice. So, like, roast a chicken and then the next night or next sometime during the week, make chicken noodle soup. So, thinking about two meals out of one, I thought, well, that's a good idea. We do that with um, a pot roast. So, we'll do it, put a pot roast in, and then later in the week, we'll do French dip. So, just how can you make these things um, a little more efficient? Yeah. And then give yourself grace, right? Gosh, so important.
0: Well, that is a, a awesome list that you found. So, um, and I think as a working mom, Crystal, you probably can bring a different perspective um, that I might have uh, not had going into this call. Just uh, thinking about it from two really different perspectives. So, thank you. Great list of really practical advice. Um, yeah, I had I had another one, and it it just went out the window, but. <laughs> Oh no! (laughs) it'll come back, (laughs) but I I just, well, what a timely topic. And, um, I think, you know, from, from both of us, where we sit is, um, and again, I loved what you said about giving grace, because that's so important for, for both us as leaders or wherever you sit in your leadership chair, but also for us as individuals and recognize that, um, you know we we got to stick up for everyone and we got to make sure that everyone can be the best that they can be um when they when they come to the workplace whether that's at work or in their own home so yes grace uh it's, it that's the thing that's going to get us all through this so um hopefully this was some good information for you as you prepare to go back to school if you're uh, Uh, either in the parent role or in the leadership role, or maybe you're in a little bit of both. Um, But uh, great to be with you again today. Crystal, any final thoughts for us as we uh, prepare to close out here for another uh, Leadership and Lattes podcast? I don't
1: think I have anything else to add right now, Danielle. Thanks for asking. Before we close, I wanted to remind our audience to send in their questions about leadership and leading in these unprecedented times. And we'll try to answer them on air in an upcoming podcast. Send your questions to leadershipandlattes at gmail.com. That's leadership, lattes at gmail.com. And if you'd like to know more about us or the show, go to pinnaclecc.com. That's thepinnaclecc.com. Lastly, please subscribe to our podcast. It's free. And share with other leaders like yourself that you think would benefit from this podcast. Thanks, Danielle, again, for leading this session. I look forward to our next podcast. And thanks to our audience for listening. We'll see you next time. Take care.